You're listening to the Booked Out Beauty Business Podcast for hairstylists that want to make bank behind the chair without the burnout. I am your host, Becca Kavanaugh, business coach for hairstylists. I was behind the chair for five years where I built up a full clientele while working a part-time job and located in a small town. Now I dedicate my work to helping stylists like you break free of the underpaid and overworked cycle so you can double your bookings and become the go-to stylist in your area. If you want a long, thriving career as a stylist, then you're in the right place. Let's get going. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Booked Out Beauty Business Podcast. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Oh, do I have a good one for y'all today because we are talking about consultations. Now, I see a lot of y'all skimping on your consultations and I am a firm believer. I will die on this hill when I tell you that consultations are literally the foundation for everything you do. A great consultation will ensure that your clients leave happy, they leave satisfied, they leave confident in you and trust in you, and it's going to ensure that you're going to have a lot less redos. It's going to mean that you're not handling as much client disappointment. Now, I even want to venture to say that you could eliminate client disappointment. Now, that might not be completely realistic all the time. There's always those one few (laughs) um, clients that sneak through the cracks there, right? But I will say towards the end of my time behind the chair, I had perfected consultations to a point where I rarely, if ever, had any instances where I was dealing with unhappy, disappointed, or angry clients. Honestly, very rarely did I ever have to do redos. So today I want to break down some of the things that you can include in your consultation, some of the things to look out for, some techniques, some tips of the trade, so that way you can eliminate redos and you can have most of your clients, 99% of your clients leaving happy and with full confidence and trust in you. It starts here, especially if you're seeing a lot of new clients, right? Which ideally you are, whether you are new or not. I hope that you're seeing new clients on a monthly basis, right? And this will ensure that even though they are meeting you for the first time, you are instilling so much of that trust and bringing so much of that confidence that by the end of this consultation, they're going to have complete faith in you and your expertise. And they're not going to be haggling you. They're not going to be rushing you, right? Because you are just going to emanate this emanate, emanate. Is that the word? (laughs) Emit? Anyway, You are going to radiate this confidence, let's use that word, radiate this confidence that they have never seen before. And it all comes down to this moment, right? The consultation is truly the foundation to having great, amazing hair and being a great and amazing stylist behind the chair. So can can you tell that I'm a firm believer in this? (laughs) Can you tell that I'm um, very, I think very strongly and highly of consultations, right? And I do think that I learned a lot of these skills around being a coach, right? When I when I was training to be a coach, I learned a lot of this. And now I'm like, y'all need to know this too, okay? Y'all need to know this. This will help you so much behind the chair. So just know that a lot of this education that I'm giving you is not the norm. It's not talked about enough. So I'm giving you some definitely like this 
all this knowledge that I've accumulated over these years of working with clients, working with clients all over the world, and also working with clients in a very small town, right? So let's dive in and let's get started on some of the things to include and to look for in your consultations. I think the top tip I have for you is take your time. So I have worked for many salons or I have kind of been told that the industry standard is about 15 minutes for a consultation. Now that was that may have been doable in the 90s or the early 2000s when everybody was kind of getting very basic, easy hair. Now I think we can all agree with social media and, um, you know, just like expectations on hair and beauty has evolved so drastically even over just the past 10 years. And clients have very high expectations nowadays, right? I'm not going to beat around the bush. I'm going to be very honest with you. Clients have a lot of those expectations because of things like Pinterest and social media and all those things. And although these are great tools, they also can come with downfalls as everything does, right? So because of that, I think we are doing way more advanced hair. We're doing way more technically just like hair that takes a long time. That's very high maintenance, all of those things. A lot of those looks are very high maintenance, right? And so sure, a 15, 20 minute consultation worked back then, but now we're in 2023. And I would say that expectations are higher than ever. And that with social media, that kind of standard is so, yeah, it's just so common now, right? It's standard that if you're doing balayages or you're doing lightning services, right, that people are, want a huge transformation. They want to be platinum blonde. They want to have the dimension. They want to have the extensions, right? So all of this to say is that your consultations need to take time. And I want to remind you to not just take your time, but Even if you are taking 30 minutes or even 45 minutes for a consultation, that is still faster than having to redo the hair altogether, right? You will save time, money, energy, distress, all the things, right? You will save all of that if you just take a little bit longer on that consultation. My tip for you is that you never even start on that head of hair till you know for certain that you are on the same page and that you know what you're going to be doing, right? So not forcing it, not trying to rush it. And I do not care if you're falling behind or all the things, or this is a client that you've seen a million times before always ask them, always have a consultation. Even if it's just that 15 minutes, have the consultation, right? Like let's say it's a returning client that you see all the time. Take your time for those 10 minutes just to touch base again and be like, hey, what are we doing today? How have you been? Let's talk about this. Let's talk about your hair. How's your hair been feeling, right? Have you been feeling it? Have you been thinking about a change recently? Or you want to stay our normal formula? How was it last time? How has it been sitting? right? There's so much that you can even ask, even in just that 15 minutes, right? So take your time, whether they're a new client or an old client, whatever it is, take your time. And 15 minutes could be a long time. Also 45 minutes could be a short time, right? (laughs) So take your time, feel it out, make sure that you are confident before you even start that process with them. The next tip I have for you is to face them. Okay, so I see many of us still having consultations through the mirror. Let's let's not do that. I want you to come around the chair. I want you to sit down in front of them and talk it out. I want you to be game planning with them face to face. 
The reason why I talk about this is that I've seen a lot of stylists kind of talk through the mirror, which can be a little bit impersonal, per, impersonal, and people can kind of feel a little bit like not as um, on level playing field with you. Like they can kind of feel like maybe you're kind of dominating over them. They don't feel as comfortable. And the reason why I put a lot of emphasis on this, like I think a lot of stylists can look at that and go, that's not a big deal. It's not a huge deal. Like I just, cause I'm talking that at them through the mirror, they're fine. And the reason why I emphasize a lot of this is because body language is very important. This is something that has been taught all the time in coaching is that looking for body language, looking for cues of people being uncomfortable, a little bit shy, all the things, and any way that you can make them feel a little bit more comfortable and open up a little bit more, this is going to be the time to do it, right? So, and why wouldn't you want to take that extra minute just to sit with them face to face and help them feel a little bit more comfortable? And I say this because we think that it might not be a big deal, but a lot of the time subconsciously clients are not going to give you as much information if they feel like you're dominating over them, if they feel a little bit intimidated by the process. Let's be honest, a lot of people feel intimidated just by walking into the salon, period, right? So making sure that they feel comfortable. And clients can also subconsciously not open up as much or not feel like they can talk to you as much if you, if they feel like you're distracted, right? Like how many of us have like sat at a table of people and you're talking and you can kind of see like people's attention kind of gravitate towards someone else. So then you just kind of stop talking and everybody forgot about it, right? (laughs) Like, ouch. (laughs) Yeah. We don't want our clients feeling that way, right? And you just kind of subconsciously, you're like, oh, nobody's really listening. I'm not really, you know, engaging these people. They seem a little distracted. So I'm just going to filter myself out and I'm just going to stop talking, right? We don't want our clients to feel that way, especially when we're trying to get information from them on how to get them the best results possible on what they're thinking, right? And showing a picture, showing all that is not always, is, I would say, not always. It's it's not enough, right? It's reading between the lines and seeing your clients, um, body language, when you mention certain things, when you bring certain things up, all that, not talking over them, really listening to them. And how you're going to do it is by being face-to-face. I saw um, somebody on TikTok doing a consultation and they were kind of brushing the client's hair while they were doing the consultation. Not the best move because subconsciously we're going, okay, this person's distracted. They're not actually listening to me. I'm going to give them as minimal amount of information to answer their question and then I'm out. That's not what we want our clients to feel. We want to leave an open door for them to kind of talk around and see where they land, right? That is when you're going to get more information from them. And that is when you're going to really get to what is bothering them, what is going on um, with their hair, what is something that maybe they didn't really like about their stylist. All of that starts to pour out, like their previous stylist. All of that starts to come out when you give them that space. And they're not going to feel like they have that space if you're like rushing through the process or if you're distracted, any of those things, right? So always face them, give them your full attention, make sure that you are sitting down in front of them face to face and not talking through the mirror. Um, The next thing is talking to them in their language. This is such a key thing. Our clients aren't hairstylists. (laughs) And I know how difficult this can be to shut off, but we have to be able to talk to our clients in a way that they will understand. They will not understand the process or the result that they're getting if you are talking to them in hairstylist jargon. They're not going to understand it. And a lot of the times clients won't ask. Like they'll just be like, okay, I, I kind of get what you're 
what you're saying. So yes, when they actually might not get what you're saying at all, right? <laughs> and they're just assuming that you guys are on the same page. You think they're on the same page, that you guys are on the same page. So then therefore that's how we end up with you know, having to have redos or be having a surprise at the end of it. We never want our clients to feel like there's a big surprise at the end, right? So talking to them in their language, for example, with um, highlights and lowlights, for example, let's say your client is saying that they want some dimension into their hair. They want to see those highlights and those lowlights. They want to see that contrast. Instead of using any of those terms that I just used there, which is hairstylist jargon, you will probably say like, okay, you want some darker pieces. Okay. You want some brown pieces underneath. Okay. You want some neutral pieces underneath. And what I would do a lot of the times is bring out those swatches to see what we're talking about. Okay. Just so they can get an idea of like, okay, it's not actually going to be that much darker, right? Because for my blondies out there, you probably don't want to be that much darker, right? You're going to be like, I'm going to use something that's just a slightly bit darker, just so you look a little bit brighter, just so you look a little bit blonder. That is what you actually want to use for your terms, right? So making sure that they understand um, what you're actually going to be doing how the hair is going to look at the end of it. And pictures are also a great tool with this. I think pictures are the best. I think you just have to be aware of pictures. You have to make sure that you are communicating if things are highly filtered or extensions. Um, you also need to be communicating to them if um, it's not achievable for them in that session, um, things like that, right? And so for an example of this, um, I was talking to one of my friends and um, she was she had just got her hair done and she had these like purple pieces in her hair. And I knew that she kind of had some like previous lighter pieces before. So I kind of asked her, I was like, oh, did they like highlight your hair before they put the purple on? And she was like, what? And I was like, did they highlight your hair before they put the purple on? You know? And she was like, um, I don't know. And I was like, was there foil in your hair? She's like, oh yeah, 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 there was. <laughs> okay. So just, so just to show you an example of like, your clients don't know, even down to something that we think is such basic terminology. Like I think people really understand like balayage and highlights, right? Usually our clients know these terms, but then there's a whole lot of clients that still don't, right? Especially clients that maybe don't get their hair often as much, things like that. They could be like, huh? You know, if you're like, oh, I'm going to balayage the ends or I'm going to brighten up the ends or I'm going to, you know, um, highlight the ends a little bit, they might be like, uh, okay okay, I think I'm supposed to know what that means, you know, <laughs> things like that. So we want to make sure that we're telling them like, hey, I want to put liner on the ends. This is what it's going to do. That's going to brighten you up. It's going to make you a little bit blonder. Is that what you want to go for today, right? Things like that. So making sure that we're talking back to them in their language and repeating, 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 making sure that you are repeating back to them what you are hearing, you know, and you kind of have to be the translator in this moment. And I will say that this is, this can be a skill. This is something to practice, right? This is not something that you're probably going to be able to do overnight because you have, are so far removed from a language that isn't being hairstylist. Like you're so in, you know, immersed in being a hairstylist. Obviously you're very skilled in what you're doing. And so to kind of almost like bring it back to a language that you haven't spoken in a while, it can be a little hard, right? But finding different terms that you know your clients are responding to and understanding better and just leaning more into that, finding your few words that you can translate, gold, gold. This will make you money, so much money in the long run. I guarantee it. Okay, so let's talk about some of the things that 
I think are non-negotiables in a consultation. These are often things that can make or break a service. These are things that will lead can potentially lead to more client conflict than necessary. So make sure that every single consultation you have, whether it's 15 minutes and it's with your, you know, long-term clients or it's the 45 minutes that you're taking on a consultation with a new client, making sure that you are including this and not forgetting these three things into your consultation. Okay, you got your notebooks out? You ready for this? Okay, so what to include? Number one is the price. Okay, before you even touch that head of hair, they better know what they are paying today. Now, I can already hear you on the other end of this being like, Babeka, I'm doing color transformations. I'm doing color corrections. I don't know what it's going to be at the end of it, right? So this is when, if you don't know what it's going to be at the end, you need to give your clients a range of what they can expect. And you should know by telling the density of their hair and by the transformation that they want, how many bowls you're going to need, how much color you're probably going to have to mix up, things like that. And you should be able to at least give them an estimate of what it's going to be. If you charge for those things, if you charge extra for extra color, things like that, um, it needs to be included in that price point in that range before you even start their head of hair. And this is what I would, this is the script I would use for this, which is like, hey, Beth, okay, with everything that we talked about today, you know that today is going to be a huge color transformation. I'm not too sure exactly what we're walking into. So we might have some surprises in here and that is going to cost extra. But with what we've talked about and what I think we are going to use today, I'm thinking today your price is going to be $350 to $450 um, today. So between those two numbers, you probably can lie between there. Um, and I will let you know throughout the process where we're at price-wise. So they will, you will know exactly where we're at and there will be no surprises. How does that sound? Right? So, and you could also be like, are you comfortable paying, potentially paying up to $450 for your service today? Yes, then we can go forward, right? And if they're like, no, then we need to figure something out. We need to meet in the middle somehow. Okay, this is what I can do for you. For example, I had one of my long-term clients, actually, this is also another great tip here, is that never assume that your long-term clients remember the price or will know the price or any of that. Um, every single client I talked to, unless it was like a service I did all the time and they always had the same price, um, I let them know every single time what the price was going to be before I even started. So for example, I had one of my clients, um, long-term clients, who knew my prices very well, all the things, right? And I was going to highlight her hair and I was like, okay, today's going to be $350. And she was like, oh, I, I don't think I could do that today. I was like, okay, cool. Well, this is what we could do instead. I said we could do a partial. I, I could do the highlights down below. You just won't have anything done in the middle. And she said, okay. And I could fit that within her budget right? So meeting your clients in the middle is going to really help you out in these instances, but they have to know the price in order to know. It is so uncomfortable for your clients to get to the end of their service, their hair is already done, and they are slapped with a price tag that they had no idea that they were going to be paying today. And that is when your clients, that is when you create the conflict with your client, right? I think a lot of us try to move away from talking about money 
because we're scared about our pricing. We're scared that they're going to be offended, but, or that they're going to like argue with us. <laughs> I much rather someone try and argue with me a price or like compromise a price with me than before I've even started the service than at the end of the service, right? <laughs> That's when it gets really messy. So include the price. Always, always include the price. Never skip this step. It is so crucial that they know the price before you even get started. Okay. Next thing is the duration of the service. They need to know how long they're probably going to be in that chair. And this will help with those clients that rush you midway through a service. Okay. If you're like, Hey, you're going to be here for four hours today. Are you going to be okay with that? Do you have somewhere to be that I don't know about? Right. Giving them that moment to be like, yes or no. And then if they're halfway through the service being like, oh, I got to go. It's like, girl, no, you ain't. You ain't going anywhere. Okay. <laughs> you agreed to this. <laughs> I heard you consent, right? <laughs> so it helps those times when clients anticipate that it's going to be a certain amount of time when really it's it's going to be a lot longer than they anticipated, making sure that they're not running up against anything, making sure that you're not like having to leave your, let your clients leave with wet hair or any of those things, right? We want to make sure that they can be there from beginning to the very end of the service, right? From when you are blowing, blowing out that hair and everything. Again, making sure that you can see that hair dry and walking out and styled is going to make sure that you are doing your due diligence here, okay? It's going to ensure that your clients are gonna be less disappointed or that there's less room for error because you got to see that final result. If your client got to leave with white hair, you don't really know what it looked like at the end of the day and they don't either, right? Okay, so then the last thing is to include expectations. So of course, all of these are expectations, but what I specifically mean with this category is that if you have those clients that are going to take a lot of sessions or are really married to the idea of what the filtered Pinterest look <laughs> is on a, on a model, things like that, um, this is a great time to temper those expectations. Always include this in your consultation. Be like, hey, I don't know if I could get you here today. I'm going to try. We're going to work on it, but you're probably going to need another session or two before we actually get to that end result. Or actually, this woman has extensions and has a completely different hair type than you and all of those things. So actually, let's find hair that's similar to yours to look at for inspo, right? Things like that. Tempering those expectations, super crucial here. So I can't reiterate enough is that please take your time on your consultations, making sure that you are able to repeat back to your client what they are saying to you, making sure that you guys are on the right page, pulling up Pinterest photos, pulling up your own work to use as examples, um, because visuals are very important, especially when you are struggling maybe with um, the communication aspect of it. Um, also making sure that you're including all the information in your consultation. And the best thing that you can do for your consultations is kind of have a rhythm and flow to it, making sure that you are hitting the points that make the most sense to you. And this is everything I outline inside one-on-one -on -one coaching. And I also teach this live in salons where I actually bring somebody in and I show you exactly what to look at. And I break down step-by-step -step what I'm looking for with a real consultation that I bring in. So if you guys want to learn more about that, you can book a sales call with me to find out more and to inquire about me coming teaching at your salon. Or if you want to work one-on-one -on -one with me, you can learn more about that on my website and by booking a sales call. And with all that, I hope that this episode served you well, and I will see you guys in the next one.
If you're serious about becoming the go-to stylist in your area, then you need to snag my free profitable income calculator. The top reason stylists leave the industry early is lack of income. So this calculator will give you the real numbers on what you can and can't afford behind the chair so you can keep your dream business alive. Are you ready to become booked out in six months or less? Then book a sales call to work one-on-one. -on -one. All links are in the show notes to get started. Thanks for listening and I'll see you on the next episode.